This is episode 40 and the season one finale of the UX of EdTech podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the UX of EdTech podcast, an exploration of user experience in the EdTech space. I'm your host, Alicia Kwan, and I look forward to learning with you today. Okay, so it's been a full year since I started this podcast, and this is kind of a weird episode. There's only been one other episode where it's been just me talking, and that was the very first one. I just spent a few minutes back in June of 2020 talking about my experience as a teacher and why I was moving into UX design. And so I thought I would kind of, now that we're here a year later, just kind of year in review. Um, what's my journey been like? And I just wanted to share how this podcast has been going. And yeah, just kind of, it's a moment of of pause and and reflection for me. So to be honest, I'm just kind of going off the cuff here and just going to share a little bit. I'll try to be just concise and, and open. And, and really, I'm thinking about a lot of questions that um, some of you all listeners have have reached out to me and, and shared with me. And so I thought I would try to synthesize all of that and just share some things. So um, I wanted to briefly talk about the last year and the podcast and then what's next. So a year ago, I was teaching seventh grade science and I was also moving into my third trimester um, of pregnancy with my first my firstborn, with my, my son. And um, his name is Zion, by the way. And so a lot, a lot was going on at the time. I knew that I wasn't going to go back in the classroom. And that had to do actually more so with uh, me becoming a mom. I, I just wanted to kind of change things up and, and see if there was a possibility for me to work remotely. And I was thinking about that before everything happened with, with COVID. Um, so I had already let my administration know that I wasn't going to go back. And um, of course, you know, the world changed and remote work has become um, something that everyone was pretty much forced to do. And now companies, of course, realize, hey, this is something that we can do. And so uh, remote positions became more of a possibility. But within all of that, during kind of a year ago, I started looking into graphic design, actually, because that was something that I've always kind of dabbled in and, and really just done as a hobby and on the side. Um, but I thought, you know, let me lean into something that I find really um, fulfilling and something that I'm passionate about. And that's kind of where I stumbled upon UX design and and the depth of that and, and what that meant and how that aligned with my own values and my own wiring. And so I was like, okay, so how do I, how do you go about this? You know, how do you, how do you study this? And a lot of people that have reached out to me are kind of in that, that place too, where, okay, how do I get from point A to point B to C? How do I transition from maybe current career into something like this? And in the back of their mind, in the back of my mind, I want to stay a part of education. For me, I, as I understood what UX was, as I'm literally running into tons of usability issues using 
digital products with students, right? As a teacher, it, it just completely aligned. I like, I want to be on the product side of things. I want to be on the other side here and just see how that works and, or at least explore it and see if that's something that I want to do. And so, um, it really felt like I, I'm a big Hamilton fan. So I, especially back then, I was just like seeing everything through the lens of Hamilton or a lot of things. And, you know, the song, my shot is, is such a, uh, inspiring song to me. And, you know, I don't think he's, you know, the hero of the story at all. Um, more so his wife, but, um, you know, despite the flaws, just that feeling of, I, I need to just kind of go for it, you know, like I need to go for it. I need to, you know, put forward my passion and, and see what happens. And I also feel like the clock is ticking. And for me, literally, you know, uh, especially those first three months in the spring, basically April, uh, May, June, and into July when my son was born, I was thinking, I don't know what life will be like after this. I don't know. Well, I, I just, I have no idea what life will be like after he comes. And so let me just see how far I can get. And so squished into that time, I kind of put together my own personal boot camp. and UX of EdTech is kind of like my college. Um, I, that's how I see it. I see UX of EdTech is like, it's like my learning project. And, you know, one of the things I knew is that I, after the first few interviews, not recorded, just people that I reached out to, I realized, okay, you can do this. It is possible to do this quote unquote self-taught um, without, you know, going back to school. I just finished actually my master's program a year prior in education and was not financially ready to go back again. And so that gave me a lot of confidence to see people encouraging me saying, none of these routes are bad or good necessarily. It's, it's more about, you know, what you do with them and just know that you can do it the quote unquote self route. And, and I say quote unquote, because to me, you know, nothing is, is self self-taught, <laughs> you know, what do I have that hasn't been given to me? nothing, you know, everything has been, you know, um, provided for me, um, by grace and it's a blessing. And so I, I just saw the resources around me, AKA the internet. And I was like, okay, it's all out there for free. Let me just, let me just try this out. And, um, the podcast was a mixture of me wanting to capture conversations for the wider community. It also was an opportunity for me to give to the community, like upfront, like to give back to even the person who's giving me their time, I could give it right back to them and, you know, craft an episode that maybe could be useful for them in their career and their professional endeavors and, and all of that. And I also felt like it was really important, uh, to talk to professionals in the field. I have to know what it's like. I need to know what's going on. Um, I also had dabbled in podcasting before this, um, with, a, with actually a church group. And I, I used to be before the pandemic, an avid podcast listener without my commute, it's a little bit harder to get into that rhythm. Um, but I just love audio and I, and I love the sense of it, it's so crazy, this kind of intimate conversation that you can capture and someone can be the fly on the wall listening. I just think it's amazing. I, I love how it can just be shared all over I love the opportunities that there are with music and I haven't really 
much at all dabbled in that on, on this podcast. That's something I hope to do in the future. But um, yeah, I just, I was like, you know what? I really like audio. I love podcasts as a listener. This is something that I don't see a lot of. I don't see a lot at the intersection of UX design and education technology. So let's like bring the two together, mash them up and see what happens. And it really was just learning. I I thought maybe five people will listen, like maybe. And um, it's been really cool to see thousands, you know, thousands of listeners as it's grown. So when, when my son came in July, um, I had already had uh, I think it was like four or five episodes already recorded beforehand. So I'd started in June, was started releasing them. Baby came and they were basically already prepackaged to be released. So I didn't really have to worry about them during those those weeks, which were which were crazy, transitioning into being a mom. And um, it kind of leveled out, and I realized, let me. Okay, I, I made a connection with this person. Let me just see. And it kind of just, it was just like, I couldn't not do it. I couldn't not just keep recording, keep having these conversations. And, you know, I will say like for a month or so, obviously, quote unquote, momentum in this, everything was just put on pause. You know, my life had changed. But the momentum that I had pushed forward in those three months prior, I feel like it just kind of kept me floating and kept me going. Um, even when I wasn't putting any effort in. And so the guests kind of just came, opportunities just came. Um, in terms of actually figuring out a job, I had put together a portfolio, like literally finished like two days before my son came. And um, there was an opportunity that came up with uh, a, a company, Smart Technologies, to help. Um, and basically as a teacher, coming in as an educator and consulting with their design team and really awesome people that have done a podcast with their design managers. So definitely check that out um, and and love what they're they're doing there. And it was it was great because it was I got to see a little bit about how that team works and I also got to kind of bring in what I was able to do at the time really, which as an educator is consult on those things and learning design. And I um a piece of advice that I wanted to point out here is just people ask me, you know, how do you, how do you transition? How do you do that? This or that. And I want to encourage people to just try and get your foot in the door. Um, and, and consider that something like a learning designer, maybe it's not called that, but something like that might be your best first step. And, and in the background, maybe you have the literal credentials, like you went to a boot camp or, you went through a university and you've got the stamp of UX design, or maybe it's you've been teaching you know, yourself on your own, doing your own self-taught route, um, but you're still having difficulty getting into the right areas or companies that you want to get into. Maybe the first step is you know, being a learning designer and from there pivoting um, horizontally into more specifically product and uh, UX design. UX research. And that's kind of what happened with me. A full-time um, opportunity came up at Imagine Learning, which is where I'm at now. And I joined as a learning experience designer um, and eventually um, moved into product design. And that's where I'm at um, now, which if I was talking to myself back then, I would just be like in shock, like that it actually 
um, it actually worked out and actually have this opportunity right now to work in design, to work at an education technology company that really values um, students and centers students and the teacher's experience with them and is trying to come alongside them. I, it's, it's just awesome. And I ask this question to my guests all the time. I ask them, you know, why ed tech? Or do you have any tips, you know, for those working in ed tech? And, you know, the some of the patterns have been, um, it's so meaningful, right? It is so meaningful to support one of the most important professions, right, in our society, which is teaching um, and learning and trying to pass that on to others, um, the, the desire to keep learning. And so um, it's it's so meaningful to be working on something that that's the goal is to help people in that way. Um, I love that. I love that so much. And so, um, in terms of in terms of this this podcast and and the device and things like that, um, I'll put some articles in the description about that. Um, but something that I usually like to say as well is my advice is listen to somebody else, not me. Listen to people who are you know, really been in the field for a while. And now I can say, you know, I have this package of 40 episodes for you, you know, pick a few. I'm sure I'm, I'm positive that out of this stack, there are some that will help you that will meet your needs. And, um, maybe I could help you pick a few or, you know, just, just look through them. Um, so I'm really happy to hit this milestone, uh, more so in two ways, right? twofold. One is I've kind of been going through my own UX of tech college, right? A mixture of learning, networking, talking to people, and just trying to share out information for others. Um, and it's also a cool milestone to have this now packaged to really offer anyone um, who reaches out. Um, I hope that it can be a help. And it's really like being able to introduce somebody else to dozens, uh, dozens and dozens of people. Um, you know, I was looking backwards and the, the season is a mixture of teachers who moved into UX design or research, product design, a mixture of those who are teaching others about UX design, like they're design educators, uh, a mixture of got design managers and directors, people who are involved in the hiring and the training and the, the strategy in leading teams. Um, and a ton of different topics, you know, I'm just kind of looking back right now, different agencies, um, at tech focus, like backpack interactive and open field, um, spoke with a, uh, several, um, on the topic of, um, teaching elementary teacher to UX designer, special education teacher to UX designer, biology teacher to UX designer, uh, a lot of ed tech companies, GIM kits, Lego education, Pixar in a box, um, smart technologies, Nearpod, Wakelet, Microsoft Flipgrid, Microsoft for Education, Newzella, Prodigy Education, Adobe for Education, and tons of stuff, Kahoot, BrainPop, um, Imagine Learning even, <laughs> and Google Classroom, so many. And yeah, if you haven't, if you're new, maybe just flip backwards or if you've kind of been hearing about the podcast here and there, flip backwards and just maybe bookmark a couple um, that you might find useful. Um, I hope that they are useful and the people behind them I know would be interested in hearing you reach out to them. Um, all of them just been amazing. So that's been the season. And 
a couple, you know, notes of advice I just mentioned. Um, what is what is happening next? So I am taking a break. I'm taking a summer break to regroup, to explore other creative avenues. Um, I think that I will be spending some time sharing some videos, actually. So if that interests you, you can um, find me on YouTube. I will be spending some time there and just kind of, again, exploring it. Really, it's just an extension of it's my college. You know, it's my way of learning and processing and trying to learn from others and interacting. So I'll be sharing some things about design and ed tech um, on my YouTube. Um, but then also, just honestly, like completely apart from UX of ed tech focused things is just wanting to make sure that I am enjoying creating. So a couple ways I do that, several ways that are kind of outlets for me is is writing. Um, and my writing more so in the past, I mean, for like a decade now has been um, on a personal blog has been um, critique on just looking at different pop culture stuff, like movies, music, things that are going on. I just like to write about them and, and process them. And um, also photography in a very amateur way, like literally just for the fun of it, the like of it, um, taking pictures and literally going on a hike or going on a walk, something like that, exploring for that purpose. I, I will say my personal Instagram is basically uh, baby real now, <laughs> but it used to be a lot of different things. And I kind of want to get back to that and kind of have a mixture of things, um, even in this, this season of life. And then I also, uh, just want to lean into, um, seeing how like sports. So I, I play basketball and I haven't played much lately, but, um, wanting to just kind of get back into that, um, and just, and pick up some more physical activity. I think, you know, now that everything is just kind of a little more open than it was a year ago, um, just wanting to enjoy, enjoy the summer, um, I learned how to surf two summers ago, wasn't surfing last summer cause I was very pregnant. Um, I'd love to, to try that again. And the cool thing is you probably know this, that, you know, when you step away from things, do something else completely different, unrelated, um, usually when you come back to it, you know, you refresh and you creating in another area directly will influence how you create again in this area that you originally left. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. I just, I want to, uh, refresh and, and really assess, you know, what's needed. I don't want to just pump out episodes for the sake of it or to try and make content. And it's really interesting because it, it literally all just naturally lined up where it felt like I had reached out to who I wanted to reach out to. I had also been coming up on a year and it just felt natural to be like, okay, it's time to pause. This is a good pause point. So I do want to assess what's needed, what could be helpful to others, just also explore my own curiosity. It's very possible that I won't necessarily return to an interview model of the podcast um, consecutively, like interview after interview. I think that'll always be here and there. I'll always, you know, there'll always be people I'd love to bring on an interview, but I think I might uh, take take a more, I should say more, but a different type of creative route in, you know, how can I capture something with audio 
that helps us in our in our craft and something centered around teacher students and around uh, product design and, and research. And so, yeah, it. I think season two will feel a lot different than season one. I also think it'll be less episodes. I think I'm going to try to go for how can I increase quality? And um, if that means once a month or, you know, something like that, then I'm totally fine with that. Um, just wanting to explore what's out there. So fun, fun to brainstorm this summer. If you have ideas, please reach out to me. If you um, have thoughts on collaboration or anything like that, just love hearing from people. Um, you can reach out to me. You all know you can reach out to me on Twitter, UX underscore EdTech, on Instagram, LinkedIn as well. I'm active there. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Not sure. I haven't decided if that's a good thing or not. Um, and I usually can't make a lot of one-on-ones. And that is mainly just has to do with it comes down to after full-time work, it's time with my family. And so I just try to be really strict about that and um, not cut into those margins too much. And so um, asynchronously, I definitely can try and, and reach out. So definitely, you know, write me some questions, whatever it might be. And I'll, I will do my very best to keep track of those and get back to it. I'd love to. I really would love to. And I'd love to hear feedback. If you have listened to more than one or more than five minutes of any of these, I'm just so grateful and forgive me for all of my awkwardness. And I'm just, I'm just grateful for this opportunity. Would love to hear from you if you have any follow-up thoughts or if you thought that maybe this helped you in your journey. I just think stuff like that is really cool and it's cool to pass that on to the guest um, and how they how they impacted your life and influenced you. So um, it's been a year, 40 episodes later. I have my 10-month-old. He's, he's doing really well. And um, my husband and I just love him to pieces. I am in my, I started at Imagine Learning last October. It's now June. So what is that? Seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. There you go. <laughs> Months of working there. And then since April have been in the product design role and absolutely loving it. We're hiring, by the way. So check out, check out the last couple episodes to see some more about that. Um, I am thrilled about this, uh, being able to share with you and I guess I'll just end it how I always do and just say that I look forward to learning with you next time. <laughs>